All right, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. The Bible says, But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for these guys being here. Lord, thank you for all the work that people uh, put in for the Bible Buck store. And God, these guys earning different points over the last few weeks. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we thank you for them coming to church, bringing their Bible, dressing up. And all the different things that they worked at, Lord. I pray you would please bless our time today, Lord. Please, God, we need your touch. We need your presence here with us. God, just to control what we do. And God, I pray you give me the right words and thoughts and spirit. Help the guys to listen, to to really hone in on what your word has to say. And God, help us to um, be transformed, to be more like you, and to love you more as a result of it, Lord. Please help us to hear your voice. Change us, Lord, to be like you. Bless the rest of our day. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys can be seated. Thank you for standing. Guys, we've been through it a lot, right? But in Proverbs, Solomon is writing. Solomon is the wisest man in the Bible. Wisdom, guys, is not just a head full of knowledge. Wisdom is very important. Get this. Wisdom is taking a lot of knowledge, but being able to use it to make the right decisions in life. Guys, that is key. Listen, you can have a lot of knowledge. You can have a head full of knowledge, but that doesn't mean you make right decisions. I've seen plenty of guys, Kevin, went to Bible college, make terrible decisions. Jacked up their life and people around them have been affected too. Why? Because they didn't make good decisions. Guys, we can have all the knowledge, but you have to go to God to get wisdom. It says in the book of James, it says, if any of you lack uh, wisdom, let him ask of God. And God will give you liberally and he won't take it back. He won't unbreak it from you. Listen, you know what that means? We've got to pray. We've got to ask God to give it to us. And the book of Proverbs is filled with wisdom. The wisest man in the Bible, God gave him all this wisdom. And he writes a book to his son, Rehoboam, about life. He's saying, son, I want you to make good choices. I want you to have a good life, guys. Listen, what I'm saying, I want you to listen up today. What I'm saying is you can be in church, and that's a good thing to do. You can be sitting here with your Bible open, and that's a good thing to do. You can be dressed up, and we're proud of you for doing that. But guys, you better make sure you're soaking in wisdom so that when you leave here today, you're making right choices. Wes, what good would it do if guys here week after week of preaching... But they never make good choices based on the word of God. Guys, we're not getting anywhere. We're not making any progress. We're not advancing if that's the case. So Solomon's writing to his son Rehoboam, giving him a whole book of wisdom, which is knowledge put into use, put into practice. How valuable, how important, how precious is wisdom. And this whole book is about it. But guys, he gets into verses 18 and 19 of chapter 4. And he says this. He says, the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more under the perfect day. That's basically our main focus of today, guys. And this is what I want to preach on real fast today. The path is still shining. The path is still shining. Listen, there is a way to live, guys. And it's just as blatantly obvious now as it's always been. I understand sometimes in life you get into a a situation, you get in the middle of something and it can be confusing. It can be hard. You don't know which way to go and all that kind of stuff. But you know what, guys, if we are willing to look at it, if we are willing to open our hearts, if we're willing to strive after it and ask God to show us the path is still shining. And can I add this? It's shining for you. Listen, it's shining for Chris. It's shining for Anthony. It's shining for Dylan. It's, It's shining for Junior and every single one of you guys. It's there. It's available, guys. Guys, I'm glad, even though our world is crazy, even though the politics, they make us mad and they make wrong choices, and we're thinking, what are we doing here? Wes, I'm still glad in this 
day and age 2022. The path is still there, guys. It's still shining. It hasn't been covered up. It hasn't been done away with. God hasn't just thrown that out the window and say, oh, nobody cares anymore. No, it's still there and it's still shining and it's shining for you. Let's dive in. Verse number 18, he says, the path of the just is as the shining light. Point number one is this, the path of truth. The path of truth. Guys, when I read that and he says the path of the just is as the shining light. You know what I think the light is referring to? It's referring to the truth. Guys, what are we talking about? It's referring to God's word. God, the Bible says in, in Psalm 119, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hey guys, it'll show you the choices to make in life. It'll show you what to stay away from. It'll show you what to pursue. Guys, it'll show you how to have a good life. How to be a good husband one day, a good father one day. And how to work hard and how to have character and integrity. Guys, this is what God gave us the word of God for. Listen, by the way, those of you that... You're not in a good routine of reading your Bible. Get into Proverbs. Read one proverb a day. And I'm not talking about one verse. One chapter a day. There's 31 chapters in Proverbs. And a lot of months, there's 31 days. Listen, go through it. Ask God to give you that wisdom. Hey, guys, you could you could soak up that wisdom as a 13-year-old or 14-year-old or 15-year-old. And, Kevin, it'll pay off. It'll show great uh, productivity and results in your life, not just at 15, although it will when you start. But it'll show it at 18 and 21 and 25 and 30 and 35 and all throughout your life, guys. One of my favorite books in all the Bible is Proverbs. I've gotten so much from it over the years. And with God's help, may I continue to soak in the lesson. Because I'm not that smart. But God gives me the wisdom and the knowledge that I need from his book. Guys, we've got to get into it. We've got to get into it. It's the path of truth. It's the path of truth. God has a path. God has a way that he wants you to live. And he says the path of the just is as a shining light. couple uh, kind of side issues I want to hit before I really dive into my sub points here, guys. It says the path of the just. Who do you think the just are? Who do you think the just are? I need your brains to work here. Who do we think the just? Who is that group of people? Anybody? Chris? Um, like the world. Yeah, I appreciate you trying. The path of the just. Who do we think the just are? People that are faithful in God and have a healthy relationship with them. Yeah, we can say saved people, people that are trying to live right, people that are trying to live holy. Guys, so this should describe the way we live. Hey, guys, people in your school, is there any difference about you as opposed to them? Huh. There should be if you're saved. Yeah. If Jesus lives inside of you, the Holy Spirit lives inside of your heart. There should be a difference. The Bible talks about all throughout that we're new creatures now. And the Holy Spirit lives within us. And we should be different. Guys, that doesn't mean we're weird. We're crazy. We're, we're off the wall. It doesn't mean that. But it means that we should live our life for a higher purpose. We should live our life for God. Guys, you shouldn't say what you say because your friend will, will be impressed. You shouldn't do what you do just to fit in with the crowd, right? You should do what you do because you want to please God. Right. That should be our purpose behind everything that we do. The path of truth, it should describe us. And it says the path of the justice as the shining light. Can I tell you, that's distinctive. That's unique. Listen, ultimately, this light is God. Ultimately, this light, light is his truth that he's given to us. That's distinctive. Guys, this, this light that God has given to us, this truth, it's different. There's a better way. Guys, first of all, I want to say about the path of truth, this, that it's the alternative. Listen, guys, 
There is an alternative to the filth and the selfishness and the darkness and the depression and the stuff that leads to suicide out in the world. Guys, you're not going to find this light on the TV. You're not going to find this light on, on Netflix or Amazon Prime TV. Listen, you're not going to find it there. You're not going to find it most likely in your public school. You're not going to find it out in the world. You can't click on some social media site and find this light. But guys, you crack open your Bible and there is the light. Listen, you talk to God and there is the light. Listen, he has given you this path of truth. It's, uh, it's the alternative. Guys, what I'm saying is this. There's a better way to live. Hey, guys. You sitting in this room right now, you don't have to get some girl pregnant when you're 17 or 18 and you have no clue how to be a father, but yet you have to act like one. Guys, you don't have to be like that. You know why? Because there is a path of truth that God has given to you. There's a better way. Wes, I'm thankful that God has given us a better way to live. Listen, he's given us the truth. That doesn't make us better than anybody. But guys, as young people... You have this truth given to you. It's preached to you. We're urging with you and pleading with you to grab a hold of it, guys. Let it in your mind. Let it in your heart. And let it control your life so that you make these proper decisions. Guys, there's an alternative to the darkness. There's an alternative to the filth. Kevin, I'm glad that as a young man... Again, I'm nothing better than anybody else, man, in my humanness. But because of Jesus Christ, I don't have to live in filthiness. I don't have to live in nastiness. As a child of God, a young man, I don't have to be clicking on filth on the Internet, on some some wicked porn site. I don't have to be like that. I don't have to listen to the music of the world. I don't have to be controlled by ultimately the devil. I don't have to let these apps and, and, and the, the power of the devil behind them to manipulate me and to pull me in this direction and that. Why? Because I have a path of truth. I have God's word that I can live by. Guys, do we value it? Do we use it as we should? The alternative. It's different. There's a better way. And guys, can I also say this? Can we, sorry, can we put that away and just, okay, all right, I got you. Not only is it an alternative, guys, and it's different, but guys, it's available. It's available. I've already kind of mentioned this To some extent, but it's available. Guys, it's right there for you. Hey guys, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to get this way revealed to you. You don't have to travel some crazy country and do some amazing feat to get this thing revealed to you. Guys, it's right in front of you. It's, It's right on the pages of the word of God, right there on your lap right now. The truth is right here. It's available to us. Listen, the Bible tells us, in several places, it reiterates these same themes, guys. It talks about, this is Second Peter chapter 1. It says, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto you do well that you take heed. Hey, guys, it'll do you good if you pay attention to it. It'll help you out if you listen to it. It'll change your life if you care about it. And it says it's like this, the analogy it gives. As unto a light that shineth in a dark place. Hey, guys. This world is dark. I'll explain that as we go. But it's confusing. It's uncertain. People don't know which way is up. They're confused. They're spinning around in every direction. They don't know what is truth and what's not, what's right and what's wrong. But you know the light that we have? It's the word of God. And it's like a light shining in a dark place all around us. You know what we need to do? Follow that light. Pay attention to that and follow it until the day dawn and the day star arise in our hearts. Listen, that's what God has given to us. Hey, guys, I think we'd pay better attention to our Bibles if we regarded it as that. I think we would read our Bibles more in the morning and be faithful to it if we thought of it that way. Listen, you can't turn on the TV and find light. 
You can't turn on the radio and find light. You can't download an app necessarily and find light. You can't go on social media and find light, guys, but you get in the word of God yeah. and you get his truth. It's the path of truth that God has given to you. It's the alternative to this wicked world that we live in. It's available to every single person. Listen, you know what Jesus said? He said, sanctify them through thy truth, for thy word is truth. We can become more and more like Jesus, sanctified to be more like him by his truth. And you say, well, what is the truth? His word is truth. Guys, just hammer it down in your heart today that whatever God says is true. And I'm going to do my best to live by it. Bible says, thy word is true from the beginning and every one of thy righteous judgments endure forever. Hey guys, this is a little longer section of verses, but listen up to this. Listen up to this. This is Deuteronomy 30. I want to read these to you. Listen up. Deuteronomy 30, verse number 11. It says this, for this commandment which I command thee this day is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that thou shouldest say who shall go up... Go up for us to heaven and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it. Neither is it beyond the sea that thou shouldest say, Who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very nigh unto thee. It's in thy mouth and it's in thy heart that thou mayest do it. What is Moses saying there in, in the book of Deuteronomy? You know what he's saying? Guys, it's right here. It's available for us. Most of us, it's sitting on a table in our house. It's somewhere in our room. It's right there. It's available to us. Most of us can have Bible apps on our phone. It's available. It's attainable. It's right there at our fingertips if we want it. But it's amazing to me. Guys, guys listen to these junky songs all day long. They check social media 50 times a day to see the latest update and the latest status of who knows who. And, and, and really, who cares about what's going on with these people? But we don't have any time to read our Bibles. Hey, guys, it's right here for us. Moses says we don't have to go up into heaven and say, who's going to bring it down for us? We don't have to travel to some faraway land and climb some crazy mountain and hope that we find some little little uh, break in the rocks that we can hopefully find some truth in there. He's saying we don't have to do something like that. We don't have to search down in the sea and get the scuba divers to go down to the bottom of the ocean and search around, Chris, and see if we can find some truth buried down there. He says it's right here. It's right in our hearts. It's right in our minds. It's been taught to you guys. You know the truth and you have it right here in front of you. It's available. It's available. It's right here. Hey, guys, this is the way. Walk ye in it. Can I tell you, though, it's the alternative to the wicked lifestyle of the world. It's available to each one of us, guys. It's right here. It's right here. It's right here. Do you know that there are some people in our world that they don't have the Bible in their language? George, I've never had that problem. Since the day I was born, man, I've never had to worry about that. It's right here. It's right here. I remember watching a video years ago of people in China. Uh, much of China, guys, it's, it's communist, and they suppress the truth. They try to keep out all religion from the people. But you know what? These people received Bibles for the first time. Somehow they had gotten a shipment of them. Guys, I think we've showed it in this class years ago. When these people saw the Bible for the first time and began to open it and read it, these people were so overjoyed. There were tears coming down people's faces. They were smiling. They were hugging. They were holding it and hugging it to them. And I tell you, that hit me hard in my heart. You know why? Do we love our Bibles like that? Do we love the truth like that? That God, is it precious to us? Those people were, were overjoyed. They were brokenhearted saying, thank you, Lord. I've never, guys, they had never seen the Bible in their entire lives. Chris, we see it every day. We hear it taught to us. 
We have chapel. We have Bible class. We come to church and we hear pastor preach it. And guys, let's be careful because some of us can say, Pastor, I've heard that passage before. I've heard that message before. I've heard that Bible character before. I've heard you describe that Bible story before. Hey, guys, be thankful that you've heard that Bible story before because some people on the face of our globe, they've never heard it, period. So let's be appreciative for it. Hey, guys, it's an alternative. It's available. It's right there for you. And guys, it needs to be appreciated. You know why it needs to be appreciated? Not because I'm preaching. Right. Not because our church is something big, uh, big and special. No, yeah. I'm thankful for our church, but we're not, we're nothing big. Guys, you know what the Bible says about itself? All scripture, every word of this is given by inspiration of God. You know what that means? It comes out of God's mouth. Hey, Anthony, get, this is God speaking to you individually. This is God speaking to me. This is God speaking to George and Chris and every single guy in this room. He speaks to you from his word. Guys, Dylan, we don't have to go out on on some uh, lonely place, out on some grassy area and look up to heaven and say, God, just speak to me. God, please. We've got it right here. Right. And by the way, when somebody says, yeah, I, I felt I felt the Lord speaking to me. It was dark in my room, Chris, and one light turned on. It's probably because somebody flipped the switch, you know, but I, and I heard a voice speaking to me saying, clean your room. And I said, Lord, is that you? That's probably your dad. You know, like just do what he says, guys. We don't have to go some crazy extent. We don't have to listen. We don't have to come up with these crazy kooky theories. These people on TV, if you send your credit card to me, I know God will come down into your life and do something great for you. And even if he don't do something great for you, he will do something great to me because I will get all your credit card information. Praise God. All right. Listen, guys, that has nothing to do with God. That has nothing to do with his truth. You know what we need to get Christianity back to? Not personalities, not money, not bling bling, not the not the a billion dollar jets, guys. Let's get back to the simple word of God, the truth. We need God's people to not be trying to be impressive to people around them. We need to get in the word of God and say, God, teach me how to live and then obey it. So simple. So simple. The path of truth. Guys, it needs to be appreciated. It comes out of God's mouth. Listen, the Bible says that holy men spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. You say, well, man wrote the Bible. Yeah, as God was controlling the whole thing and moving the whole thing along, carrying them along as they wrote every single letter, every single word as God intended it to be. And the Bible says you won't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That's why it needs to be appreciated. Hey, I need to work at this, too, because there's days I flip over my Bible and I'm like, okay, let me get this over with. That's the wrong attitude to have. We need to say, this is God speaking to me. And because it is God speaking to me, it should be important. Do you realize he's the only reason you're breathing right now? Yeah. He's the only reason you can see me. You can hear what I'm saying. He keeps your body functioning. He keeps breath in your lungs. He keeps life in your being. He keeps the spirit working inside of you. Guys, it's important what he says. It needs to be appreciated. We have that path. Of the just that's as a shining light. And guys, can I say this before I move on? It needs to be appreciated and it needs to be acted on. Hey guys, you know the issue a lot of times? We have heard it. We have soaked up the information. We've we've taken it in, but we do nothing with it. Jesus said, if any man will do his will, then shall he know the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. Hey guys, will you do something with what you know? Hey guys, you need to be faithful to church. Will you do something with that? You know you need to read your Bible this week. Will you do something with that? You know you need to pray. Listen, you say, well, that's hard for me. It's hard for everybody. Don't make excuses. 
Don't make excuses. Well, it's just easy for you guys that wear suit jackets. <laughs> you kidding yourself? <laughs> well, you guys that wear ties. We don't wear ties all the time. All right. We, we take it off at least three minutes a day. No, I'm kidding. All right. Listen. Listen. It's not easy for anybody. We have to work at it. Hey, I can. I was talking about them false prophets a minute ago. I'm going to prophesy real quick. Watch out. All right. Listen, I can guarantee as I look into the future, no, into the past. All right. Listen, I can guarantee there was at least one day this week where Kevin Blanco didn't want to read his Bible, but he did it anyway. Am I right? Yes. Y'all saw it. That's I didn't pay him before. I didn't give I didn't slip him any Bible books before we walked in. All right. You know what? Because I know how it is for me and I know how it is for Wes. Listen. Every one of us struggle. Every one of us has to push it. We have to push our way through difficulty. And we have to push our way through apathy. Hey guys, that's the only way to do it. First John chapter 1, Jesus says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, do you know what that means? The way we live. We lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. You know what that's saying, guys? If we know these things and we say we belong to God, but yet we're not walking, we're not living in a way uh, that's obeying him. Hey, we probably don't even belong to him in the first place. But if we do what he says, we attempt it, we work work at it, and we're progressing and doing what we can, guys, that proves not only to us that it's real, but it shows that we are true children of God. And the Bible says in Ephesians 5, it says, For you were sometime darkness, but now are you light in the Lord. You know what it says? Walk as children of light. Hey guys, this week, walk as children of God. When you go to school this week, walk as children of God. You say, Brother Tom, so how do I do that? Do I do long steps, short steps? That's not what it's talking about. When it says walk, it means how you live. How you conduct yourself. Hey guys, every day, how do you conduct yourself? Hey guys, let's be real about it. I hope there's no, no cuss words coming out of guys' uh, mouths in this room this week. I hope not. Hey, what kind of music are you listening to? How you walking? That's what I'm asking you. Uh, what are you talking about with your friends? What, what places are you going? What things are you guys doing? That's, that's where it all matters right there. Let me move on quickly. The path of truth, number one. Number two, the progression in trans transformation the progression in transformation verse number 18 look at it again all right don't lose your spot verse number 18 says the path of the justice as a shining light it stands out guys it's there and it'll be there for you but then the next part it says that shineth more and more unto the perfect day it shines more and more unto the perfect day i remember reading a book in college years ago they wanted us to read this it was required and the guy was talking about some hymn that we sing in church Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. And the guy said, um, have you noticed? Uh, yeah, we may sing that in church. But he's basically saying, I'm not too sure about that. Hmm. And I'll mention what I think he was talking about here in a minute. But I think the guy was wrong. I think he was dead wrong on it. You know what he was saying? He's saying, but it's hard. And it gets tough. And it gets difficult. I agree with that. But you know what? It should be sweeter than the day before. You know why? Because this verse says... It should shine more and more under the perfect day. You know what it's talking about, guys? That you should learn some things. And, and let me just skip ahead real quick. It's not just talking about head knowledge, guys. It's talking about experience. Listen, 
Every day with Jesus should be sweeter than the day before. Every uh, more and more that we live with him, we should know more about his word and we should know more about him personally. And because of that, we should have experience obeying and doing what he's told us to do. And because of that, guys, it should get sweeter and sweeter and better and better. And, and, and we should grow and be transformed more and more like him. Guys, we need, listen, do you know more about God today than you did a year ago? Do you know more about God? Challenge yourself. Listen, especially if you say, well, Bosom, I know more than most of the guys in this room. I'm not asking that. I'm asking, have you grown in the last year? Have you grown in the last six months? I know for a fact that Chris has grown a lot. Anthony's grown a lot. You guys are coming along. You're learning. That's a blessing. That's great. Hey, guys, but can I challenge you? Keep at it. Keep going after it. Keep pushing it. Don't get to a certain level and say, yeah, I'm good here. Keep going. Keep going with it. The learning education. Listen, the knowledge of the Bible and of God personally. The living experience. Hey, guys, how do you get experience in the Christian life? Taking what you've learned in your head. And start living it out in your life. Hey guys, I can know all day long. Kevin, I could quote back to pastor his messages on the right type of music and the wrong type of music. Yeah. But if I'm still listening to jacked up stuff as soon as I, I leave here, hmm. I'm not living it. Right. I'm missing the entire, the entire issue. I'm skipping right past it. I missed it all. Why? Because I'm learning it up here, but I never do it. Hey guys, how do we gain experience with God and living experience you got to put it to use you got to try it and then what happens i learn it up here anthony i start putting it out in my life all right they tell me 10 percent of my money goes to god called the tithe yes sir i'll do it uh, i need to read my bible every day all right some days i'm gonna be try- tired but i'm gonna go after it i'm gonna be faithful to it hey i need to watch what i think and watch what i look at so i'm gonna do that i'm gonna be careful in these different areas of my life bam 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 i'm gonna put these things into my life i'm gonna put it out in experience you know what happens Over time, guys, you go into a situation, it's hard, it's challenging, you trust God through it, and you know what happens? He brings you through to the other side. And you know what should happen over time, guys? You should learn and say, you know what? Last time I faced a situation like this, Kevin, God brought me through it. So that when I face a similar situation, you know what I need to do now? I need to trust God through it just like I did back then. And if he was good enough to bring me through back then, I'm sure he's good enough now to bring me through now. You understand? And you learn that it bring he'll bring you through. He'll continue to help you. He'll continue to be there. The Bible says about God that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's a friend that will stick closer than a brother. Guys, don't just hear that. Don't just hear me yell that. Say, you know what? I want to test that out in my own life. You know what God says? Bring it on. I want people to test me out. I want them to put me to the test. And he'll come through every time when you put him to the test. The logical evaluation, you begin to learn. Can I tell you, faith is always going to be challenging, though. Hey, it's never going to get to a point where it's easy and we think, oh, I can just coast now. I, I understand all these things. It's just going to be easy for me. God's going to continue to stretch you and try to get you to grow. But we need to learn that whatever situations he's brought us through in the past, we need to take those lessons for our future endeavors. And guys, can I tell you, like I was saying, that guy said in the book, we've left the easiness. Listen, Yes, the more we progress and the more we become closer to God, I do believe we should, George, begin to trust God more and know by that experience that God has brought me through so much. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I know he's going to do it. 
And we should learn to be closer to God. But can I tell you, the devil's going to fight every step that you take for him now, even more than he ever has. Listen, I'm not saying for a new Christian it's easy. We, we have some guys get saved and start living for God. And it seems like the devil's throwing everything at them and the kitchen sink. He's throwing everything at them to try to get them to stop. But can I tell you, the devil doesn't let you go at a certain point and say, oh, he's living for God. All right, on to our next case. He's never going to let you go. Guys, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a battle. Hey, with God's help, we can get through this and he can bring us through. The path of truth, the progression and transformation. Point number three, the powerful takeover. I love this. Verse number 18, check it out. It says, the path of the justice has a shining light that shineth more and more. Hey, guys, are you growing? Are you progressing? Are you closer to God now than you were a year ago? But then he says, unto the perfect day. It shines more and more unto the perfect day. So what are we talking about? We're talking about light, right? A path. And it's like, guys, Junior, it's like we have one light that we're following. We're following. We're following. It's dark all around us. This world is confusing. They don't know truth. They don't know what's right. But we're following that one light. And guys, can I tell you, Kevin, the closer and closer we get, the brighter and brighter it should get in our own lives. Yeah. Well, guys, can I tell you, one day, the light's going to be taken over, man. And what I'm talking about is Jesus is going to be taken over. And what that's talking about, guys, is not only in eternity in heaven, but I also believe in the millennial kingdom, that Jesus will rule and reign for a thousand years from this earth, from Jerusalem. You're saying, Brother Tom, what are you talking about? This is going to happen one day, guys. Hey, guys, I get it. When you leave here today, you're not going to hear people talking about God in a positive light. I understand that. If you do hear God's name, it's going to be in a cuss word most likely. Right. All right. You're going to see filth. You're going to see foolishness. You're going to see wickedness everywhere you go. You say, well, Tom, don't you see the darkness around here? Yeah, I'm very aware of it. And we, you know what, guys? We just got this one light. Kevin, we just got this one light that we right. follow. It's the word of God. It's Jesus himself. We're just trying to stay faithful to it. We're just trying to follow it. Guys, it's like we're in a tunnel. You just see that little bit of light way at the end of it. You don't know how far away it is, but you're just following it. Guys, that's how it is. But everything around us is dark. Everything around us is suffocating. But we just keep progressing. Keep going to that. Keep going to that. Getting closer and closer to the light. Can I tell you one day, we're going to bust through that tunnel of darkness. And we're going to come, when Jesus comes back in the rapture, and then after that seven-year tribulation, guys, he will rule and reign from Jerusalem for a thousand years. Can I tell you, the light will burst forth. Bam! Everything will be light. I'm ready for that. I don't know about you. I'm ready for that occasion to come. I'm ready for that time to come around soon. The powerful takeover. He's saying, listen, you're following this path of truth. It's like a shining light. and You just keep following that. And he says it should shine more and more. Hey, guys, in your Christian life, is it shining more and more? And you say, you know what? I've learned more about God this last year than I did before. I progressed more. I challenged myself to read more, to memorize more, to meditate more, to give out more tracts, to witness to more people. Hey guys, challenge yourself in those areas so that the light becomes brighter and bigger in your life. Hey guys, is the light important to you? That's what I'm asking today. Is the light important to you? So I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking about flipping the switch? No, I'm talking about you getting in the word of God and finding the truth. Is it important to you? Hey guys, let's be real. All right, time out, time out, time out. Let's bring it down. If we don't watch it, our cell phones can be way more important than the truth. Right. I'm not against cell phones. It's nice to have them. But guys, the truth needs to be so much more important. I like sports. If, you want, if you're planning to go home today and watch football or soccer or the World Series tonight, that's fine. That's all good. I like sports. But you know what? Sports should not be anywhere close 
So the importance that the truth has in our life. Yeah. Our friends, our girls, or whatever else, or stuff that we get, all that stuff's fine and good. But guys, the word of God, the truth is much more important than that. It'll change your life. It'll change the whole direction of your life. Guys, we need to pass through this tunnel of time to the other side. And listen, we don't know when it's going to be. Jesus could come back anytime. He could come back today to start to start this sequence of events. But guys, can I tell you one day there's going to be a powerful takeover when it says it's going to shine more and more. Kevin, there's going to be one day where it's going to be the perfect day. Yeah. Man, bring it on, right? I'm ready for that. But guys, you know what our job is now? Our job is not to count down and say, well, I hope he comes soon. No, he knows when he's coming and he'll be right on time. You know what our job is? Just keep following the light. Just keep walking through that dark tunnel and following that little bit of light out in the distance. And the word of God is our light and and the example that God has laid out for us. That's what we need to follow step by step. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Bam, bam, bam. I keep taking a step every day, every day, every day. We're getting closer to that day. The Bible talks about now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. Hey, guys, think about this. We are closer to the coming of Christ than any people has ever been in the history of mankind. Amen. That's pretty cool to think about. Yeah. You say, yeah, because this is the latest it's ever been in history. Duh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're getting closer and closer and closer to it. Guys, this is not the time to quit. This is not the time to wimp out. This is not the time to say it's too hard. This is the time to charge forward and say, Jesus could come back today. Let's go for this, man. The path of truth, the progression and transformation, and the powerful takeover. Guys, this is is an assured reality. There will be an absolute rule. There will be abundant righteousness and the anticipation of readiness. You say, that's a lot of stuff to throw at me. Yeah, I know, because I'm trying to get you to turn to... Revelation chapter 20. I just want to reference this and then we'll come back and finish up in Proverbs 4. And I will have you out in the next five minutes. Yeah, I put a time frame on it. I don't know why. But Revelation chapter 20. That's not the end of your Bible. Sorry. Just go to like the last page, come back, maybe one, two, and then you're there. Revelation chapter 20. Now, I got a job for you. I'm going to read several verses here. Revelation 20, we begin in verse number one. Guys, I want you to count. All right. I want you to count how many times the term, the phrase a thousand years pops up. Okay. This kingdom that I'm talking about with Jesus sitting on the throne, it lasts for 1000 years. It's known as the millennium. This is actually going to happen. It's actually going to be on this earth. But I want you to count how many times it pops up as I read. All right. Verse chapter 20, Revelation verse number one. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key. To the, of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold of the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan and bound him a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. I saw thrones and they that sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God. And which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. And the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. And there shall they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. All right, gentlemen, how many times did a thousand years pop up? 
Six times. Everybody agree with that? Nope. You don't five. <laughs> I think six is correct. I'm pretty sure. Six? We're in agreement over here. You were wrong. No, I'm kidding. It's fine. It's fine. Guys, you say, why did we read that and emphasize that? Because guys, it will you say, how long will Jesus reign on this earth? One thousand years. Okay? It's in the word of God. Don't let people spiritualize that and mean, Kevin, that's talking about spiritually the kingdom. We have a spiritual kingdom, but this is a literal kingdom from earth, from Jerusalem. He's going to rule and reign for a thousand years. And let me point a couple things out to you. The end of verse four, and it says, and reigned with Christ a thousand years. He's going to rule. He's going to sit on the throne. He's going to be in charge. Verse number six at the end and shall reign with him a thousand years. Guys, he's going to be in control. He's going to be in charge. Listen, he's going to put down all wickedness in the book of Isaiah. In the Bible, it says he will rule the nations with a rod of iron. Listen, when this kingdom starts, everybody will be saved that will enter it. But some people will still have children, and some of those children that will grow up will not be saved. Any wickedness that pops up, Jesus takes care of it. Hey, it won't be popular then to lie and to cheat and to steal and to click on porn and to listen to filthy music. Boy, you doing that stuff that day, bam, you're going to get that rod of iron on your head, all right? You're going to get cracked open. Listen, why? Because Jesus will be ruling and reigning for a thousand years. That's why in Proverbs 4 it says it shines more and more under the perfect day. Hey guys, can I say in that age, it'll be the popular thing to live for God. It's not now. Yeah. But you got to keep your eye on the light. Right. Guys, don't keep looking at the darkness and say, Wes, it's not popular to live for God anymore. I'm just so discouraged. I listen to this filthy music and I just don't feel like living for God. And I just turn on these TV shows and the women aren't dressed right and the guy's talking dirty. And I just don't want to live for God. Well, big duh. No wonder if you're looking at darkness, guys, if you're looking at the darkness, you're not going to want to live for God. You know what you got to do? You got to look at the light and say, Anthony, one of these days it will be worth it, man. So I just got to keep my eye focused on the light. I got to keep my eye focused on Jesus. I got to keep my eye focused on the word of God. I got to keep it in my heart. Keep it in my mind. Keep my focus squarely on it because one day the light's going to be taken over. And then point number four last out of Proverbs chapter four, the pitiful tragedy verse Number 19, and I'll finish up, be fast with this. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. Guys, the whole time I've been preaching and going at it hard that we're following the path of truth that God has laid down for us. What's the path of truth, Brother Tom? Soul winning. What's the path of truth? Having honesty and integrity. What's the path of truth, Brother Tom? Having a pure mind and a pure heart. And like David said, creating me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Uh, Brother Tom, what's being, what's living in the light, man? It's doing what the Bible has told me to do, what God has commanded me to do. That's how I live in the light. Guys, can I tell you there's another way too? Verse number 19, the way of the wicked is as darkness. And they know not at what they stumble. The pitiful tragedy. Guys, let me be fast with this. I'll try to be running through this very rapidly. They live in darkness. You know what that means? They live in confusion. They live in uncertainty. I'm talking about the world now. Guys, yeah. we live in a world they don't even know what a man and a woman are anymore. Yeah. That's pretty simple. <laughs> That's pretty simple. I'm sure you could go to these three, four-year-olds in the next room and say, is that a man or a woman? And nine times out of ten, they probably tell you the truth. But yeah, we have adults who say, oh, no, we don't know. We even have people that think they belong to the Lord and they're getting confused about it. What are we talking about? Go to the light. Don't go to the darkness and dive in and say, let me try to figure this out. You just keep your eyes on the truth. But they live in darkness. We live in a world. Listen, they live in darkness, guys. They get damaged. It talks about that they uh, they're in darkness and they know not at what they stumble. Can I tell you when you stumble, you get hurt. 
You get bumped up and bruised up. And that's what happens with the world. And guys, can I tell you, it also leads to death very many times. Proverbs 16, 25. I know I'm going fast. You say by the time you're preaching fast. I know. I'm trying to spit out a lot of information to you guys. But I hope you grab onto something. Guys, listen, listen, time out. If you walk out of this room, and I don't know if we'll do this, but if Kevin asked you, hey, what would you learn today? And you're like, ugh, that I'm really tired, and he talked a long time, then you miss the whole thing, man. Right. Listen, you say, well, I can't understand everything you're talking about. That's okay. That's okay. But grab onto something. Right. Grab onto something. Even if it's small, even if you don't think it's a big deal, grab onto something and do something about it. Right. Please, I beg you. The way of the wicked, it's darkness. They're damaged because they stumble. And guys, it leads to death. Proverbs 16, 25 says this. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Right. And guys, the last thing about this, they're deceived. They know not at what they stumble. Wes, it's dark. They live in darkness. So they stumble. They get hurt. They get bruised up. And many fall into death and into the clutches of the devil in hell. And you know what happens, Kevin? They don't even know why it happened. They don't even understand. Hey, guys, the example would be some guy at college that some of these state universities, every Friday night, they go out and party. And he wakes up the next day and, man, his body's all hurt up, cut up, bruised up. And he's saying, dude, how did that even happen? I don't even know what we did last night. Hmm. But you know what, guys? The next Friday night, he'll go out and do the exact same thing. Can I tell you, that's darkness. Yeah. That's darkness. They don't even know what happened to them. Hey, they mess around with so many girls, the girl doesn't even know whose child it is. That's darkness. That's darkness. That's filthiness. Hey, guys, let's not have anything to do with that. You know what the Bible says in Ephesians? We should have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Hey, guys, when they're talking darkness and dirtiness in your school, you should have no part of that. No fellowship with that. No, I don't hang out with people that talk like that. You know what it says? But we should rather reprove them and say, guys, we shouldn't be like that. Hey, let's do better. And you set the example. Guys, it's not just about talking at them and preaching at them. It's about you showing by your life that you're different. The pitiful tragedy. They're in darkness. They stumble. They damage themselves. They fall into death and they're deceived. They don't even know why. Kevin, some people are going to wake up in hell one day like the rich man. Lift up his eyes being in hell and say, why am I here? I was a good person. Because they lived in darkness. They didn't want to accept the light. They didn't want to accept the truth. Hey, guys, and let me throw this at you. I hope, I hope, I hope, guys, that you won't be that person that wakes up in hell saying, I was a good guy. I went to church. Hey, have you accepted Jesus? Jesus is the light. Listen, and he is our salvation. You got to accept him if you want to go to heaven. He's the only way. It's not by being good, not by coming to church, not by being a decent guy. It's by accepting Jesus Christ. He is the only way. Hey, guys, let me just say, the path is still shining. It's shining for you. Are you going to accept it? Are you going to let it rule your life? Or are you going to say, no, I'm going to do it my own way, and you're going to live in darkness? You say, I think I can figure it out. Yeah, a lot of other people have said that. And they stumble, and they bruise up their lives, and they mess up. Guys, I just heard, this is random, I just heard Tom Brady and his wife got divorced after 13, 15 years of marriage. That's sad. That's awful. I feel bad for the guy. Listen, I don't know anything about him other than his football career. But that's really sad. A whole family blown apart. Hey, guys, he has, what, seven Super Bowls? But he can't keep a marriage together. He's got millions of dollars. He's on every commercial you want to see. But guys, he can't keep a marriage together. That's a sad thing. 
That's a sad thing. And I'm not making fun of anybody like that. I'm just saying they live in darkness. They don't know why. They don't know why. Jesus can turn the light on in their life if they'll accept him. Hey, guys, we have the light. Let's appreciate it. Let's grab onto it and let's live by it day by day. And one of these days, guys, that little light that we see, that as we get closer, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. One day, that little light, that light's going to take over. And he will rule and reign for a thousand years from Jerusalem. I'm looking forward to that day. The path is still shining for you. Let's bow our head and close our eyes. Lord, thank you for the day.